Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Matt Willis, we are back. Oh my God, Matt. I'm so, so happy to be back. It's actually really nice to speak to you. I never thought I'd hear you say that. (laughs) This is the best day of my life. I'm so excited as well because obviously I do this podcast with you because I was a massive fan of Busted growing up and I still am. And today I get to hang out with all of you. This is this is amazing. I know, I know, Matt. I think we should have had a pre-podcast chat about the level of chill I want you to be because, um, you know, sometimes, I don't mean this in an offensive way, but you can come across a little bit, um, a little bit full on. Oh, So okay. maybe... Just if you can, for me, for me, could you tone it down a little bit in front of my friends, please? What? Just be a bit more... Oh, so sorry. Which one were you again? Charlie. Oh, cool. Probably never been told this before, but um, you've got cool eyebrows, but I don't think you know that, do you? Whatever. That, Something like that. Just like, like, I don't know. Yeah. If I were you, I'd stay clear of the eyebrows. You kind of, it's a bit of a touchy subject, but that kind of level of chill and um, blase would be great. Okay. Okay. And I'll keep calling James the wrong name or something. It'll be fine. That would not go down well either. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> so, somewhere in the middle of where I am normally and the two things I've just suggested. Exactly. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah, but, oh, if you could, just just pretend you're someone else for a couple of hours and just be that bloke. That'd be great. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> It's it's not just exciting today because of Busted. Um, it's also exciting because uh, this series we are launching our Patreon, where you can get loads of extra content. Um, we'll be talking to you more about that at the end. But if you want to sign up, you go to patreon.com, W-N-O-W. Yes, in fact, um, if you join the Patreon, you get a bonus confession by one of Busted um, instantly when you join, Like, which will not be on this podcast. It'll be an extra little tag on for the patreon members i mean i can't believe they confessed it you can't you can't get arrested can you for something you've said on a podcast potentially this patreon is a terrible idea matt (laughs) why did we even think of it there is always one every week with everyone we interview that we're a bit like we can't use that yeah we gotta drop that but now we have a special place to put those little naughty confessions the ones that shouldn't be heard by everybody. Exactly. People always people always say to me, you can't put a price on integrity. And I said, you absolutely can. It's three to 12 pounds a month. Exactly. But more on that at the end of the show. I mean, without further ado then, let's get cracking with our first episode. Woo! And it's busted! This is When No One's Watching. The podcast where celebrities confess their guilty pleasures. And then we decide whether they're good, bad. Crack on and stop feeling embarrassed about it. Or bad, bad. Go straight to bed, no tea, and think about what you've done. You might be asking why they tell us these things. And it's basically because we are guilty pleasures, aren't we? I'm Matt Richardson, uh, Heat Magazine's weird crush of the year. And I'm Matt Willis from Busted. Yeah, I know, yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to When No One's Watching. Um, this is Matt Willis, and Matt Richardson is here as well. How are you, Matt? I'm excited. <laughs> Probably the most excited slash nervous I've been for one of these podcasts because, you know, I made friends with you because when I was younger, even now, actually, I say when I was younger, like it's still not the case. I was a fan of your musical career, you know? Yes. When you were in a band, let me know. really. And um, I'm excited because uh, it's it's the band you are in today. That's that's who the episode is. Yeah, I'm 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 excited and nervous. 
It's like um, it's it's one of those things. It could be it could be a wonderful experience, or it could be the end of the gift that keeps on giving to me. Look, I mean, so it, um, if you'd have told me when I was seventeen, I would spend an hour working out technical problems with all of Busted, I wouldn't have believed you, <laughs> <laughs> or I'd have assumed I was working in the Apple Store or something. <laughs> Well, we got there in the end, Matt. We, we made did. your dreams come true. Very exciting. So we um, are joined by James and Charlie. Hello. And you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so James is in LA right now in his house and Charlie is in Surrey and I'm in Hertfordshire and Matt is in North London. So, my God, this is, um, this is going well already. It's I mean, going well already. I'm very excited about this. Now, um, obviously, Matt, how do you feel about the inside knowledge you're going to have about all these confessions today? Uh, well, I feel like, um, uh, I don't know what they're going to say. I don't know what their confessions are, but I'm pretty sure I could guess. Um, unless they're really dark secrets, then <laughs> even I would be surprised. But, um, but I think I know a lot about these guys. Like, we lived together since we were, you know, on and off since, you know, we were kids, you know, so it's kind of like... I think we know a lot about each other. And it's actually, I was, I was thinking about it earlier on. I was like, shit, man, I can't really pretend to be anything else. You know, like you can sometimes go on stuff and kind of put on a bit of an act and go, oh, well, I'm this guy. <laughs> you know, these two fuckers will call me out immediately. Just go, shut up, Matt. <laughs> so um, I'm a bit like, oh, God, I've got to be really me. <laughs> now, um, I've, I've got to ask, well, I've got a whole band here. Now, I've, I've been doing, you know, live shows for a long time on tour and things. Um, but really, I wanted to be in a band. I just didn't have any friends. And if you don't have any, well, these days you can just be Tom Grennan, whereas instead, like, I had to do comedy. So, like, w- when you're on tour, <laughs> like, what do you ask for on your rider, number one? Like, I need to know all these cool bits about being in a band. This is actually quite a good one. Our rider is, like, has sort of deviated between the three of us now into very different, very different places. And you could almost... I mean, like, <laughs> also, Matt's, Matt's has changed from what it used to be to what it is now, obviously, with clean living. Yeah. Um, now it's yeah. not fun. I think you can, tell, you can tell so much about each individual, each individual member by their yeah. rider. Matt did, Matt did it. Remember, Matt did, it, Matt did a picture once when we were on tour being like, yes, the riders. And it was just, I looked at it, I was just like, oh, my God. That is like, it's... When you, when you separate them, because yeah. it's all just together on a table. But when you actually go, oh, this is what I asked for. This is what Charlie asked for, and this umbongo and some fucking um, cab, you know, uh, Cadbury's fancy what's it are over there. You know, it's a very different rider. Like mine is all, um, mine is nuts and protein powder, oh, and, um, and some protein bars. Yeah, your your enormous fart. your enormous hemp protein jar looks so funny next to oh. my umbongo drink. <laughs> yeah, umbongo <laughs> protein powder. I bet you don't even snort it. It does. It, it, no, do, it does no, look no. very Rubbish. suspect. It does look very suspect. It's a massive bag of powder. <laughs> you know what? That's the thing. Like li- literally, I, I, I once travelled to America, right? And I got to the, um, I got into the hotel in America, and I realised there was a bag of white powder in my um, suitcase. I was like, someone had opened that. Like, it looks fucking suspect. Yeah. And so you're like, no, no, no. It makes you stronger. And they're like, yeah, that's yeah. Fuck, yeah. we know what it does, mate. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, also you had yeah. the stuff that thickens, like thickens protein shakes, and that even looked even looked even more suspect. I mean, that was oh basically just a big bag of white powder. Gumtham powder. Gumtham. What's it called? No, was it xanthan gum? Xanthan gum. Xanthan gum. Yeah. I mean, you, haven't tra- you haven't tried a protein shake unless you've dipped it with a bit of xanth- xanthan gum. Exactly. So that's yours the, is all. That's the, that's the. Yours is all boring. James's is unbongo, well, and Charlie's yeah, is. I'm, I mean, my, mine's kind of like cheeses, wines, booze. Yeah, booze. Oh, yours is normal. You're yeah. a normal yeah. person. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'll see. Is that normal? Yes. Cheese and <laughs> is wine that is what a normal. No- people have people have like cheese, cheese and wine. That's yeah, a normal thing. Cheese Wait, che- on a rider. No, that's, that's not a normal a, request. A little cheese platter. A cheese board. Maybe some, uh, maybe some hams. <laughs> and uh, Wait, I mean. <laughs> Look, when you're playing, some, when you're playing crackers, when you're playing the festival theatre in Market Drayton to 85 people on a Tuesday, you get two bottles of water and they charge you back for yeah. them. So you know you've got it better I, than I, me. I will very much judge a, a promoter slash establishment with the rider because obviously you know you play different venues or different festivals. They you know what you ask for and what you get are often two different things. So yeah. it's almost like 
You turn up and yeah. there's like an open, two open, different things. Open open packet crisps and someone shout on the table. I mean, it's not, <laughs> not a great. Promotion. Like those weird when you get like yeah. a, a delivery from Sainsbury's and they you've asked for tampons and they give you like a cucumber. Why would that's you ask for of, tampons? Well, I mean, I live with a woman. <laughs> oh, like, that's right. what I like. They're not for me. Oh, they're great yeah. for nosebleeds as well. Well, I reckon, um, let's, uh, I think we should just crack on with this, Matt. Do you want to do the honours? Let's do it. Right, okay, who are we going to go for first? I think we should go for Charlie first. Oh, not me, not Um, me. Charlie, can we please have your first confession? Okay, my first confession is that I have an obsession with smelling things and often new things, like, like something that will really get me going is like the inside of a new book or uh, or like uh, or, 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 or like, or like, like electronic equipment is p- particularly good for me do you, know, do you know what I mean like it sounds so weird but it doesn't smell it of does, anything it's always oh, so wrong Matt it's so wrong it like it it, it right. like the, the eight-year-olds who's made it blood or something yeah. like that yeah <laughs> but it's like you know the next time you open an apple product or or something of that nature like it just has this smell, which is just so good. And I like part of the pleasure of opening new stuff. And it, I, obviously it looks really weird. Um, and, and so I've got to do it discreetly most of the time. But it's like, you know, you, when you when you open the stuff, it just smells so good. So, <laughs> so I like take it around the corner. Like, get- Doing it discreetly. <laughs> I mean, I have, I have so many um, vivid pictures in my head of Charlie in the back of a van smelling the inside of CD yes, Exactly right. <laughs> Exactly. That is a big memory exactly, for me. You, exactly. you used to buy a CD, open it up. Yes, and they're, and they're, you properly get in there I as would. well. You really, I give you really it a good a go. Sniff. And, the, yeah, and yeah. the thing with CD covers is that there's, <laughs> you know, back in the day when people bought CDs, there was like um, there was like different grades of paper. So you get cardboard and um, you know, <laughs> the, the standard of paper would, would would change depending on how much you wanted to spend on the you know on the packaging. And the sort of the more the band spent, the better the smell got. Did you used to compare? So you'd get a new album oh, yeah. and say, a, a, one of your contemporaries, and you open it up and go, they're fucking skimping on this, aren't that's they? That's exactly oh. what I'd do. I'm not joking. <laughs> Mate, that's exactly what I'd do. I'd, I'd smell I'd smell it and think, oh, no, you went for the cheap B4A paper that uh, time. The budget on this one's not so good, is it, no. since they move labels? Yeah. <laughs> and and I, so I, I have to ask, when, when you... Who, who, is the, who is the best smelling band? I've got to say, the best smelling band, and this isn't just because they're my favourite band, but Deftones White Pony smelt amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it, did. it did, it did, it did, because they, like, when it first came out, they had a special... What was the worst smelling band? Ooh. Um, oh. I don't know the worst smelling, because you get, I guess it only gets as bad as just the shittest type of print, which still is good to me. <laughs> I mean, like, I, 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 I wouldn't, unless, I've never, sm- yeah, that's the, good, that's the great thing about, like, smelling these kind of things. They always smell good because they're new. Yeah. The, the, more, the more I talk about it, the weirder it sounds. It is, so. but did you, is it the kind of thing where, say, you're, so you're in a meeting, like, you know, you've gotten to know this, you're in a meeting for Busted or Fight Star or your own stuff. Do you sit and go, what grade of paper are we having? Because yeah, that I, means- I generally have those conversations. Oh, you are into that kind of stuff, aren't you? Yeah, it was a very big argument that we had about that, actually. Really? I about that. grades of yeah. paper? Yeah. Yeah, we went, do you remember we stormed in? We stormed in that time. <laughs> we stormed <laughs> Look, in. You can't make this cooler by saying you stormed in. We stormed in and it was really funny because I didn't really know why everyone was storming in, but I stormed in with everyone because I thought that's what we were doing. Um, and uh, like we, we went into the yacht and it was not only, I mean, I, I didn't like it either, by the way, but there was like fury in the band because not only had they used the wrong paper, they put ringtones on the back of the album. Oh my God, um, that was a shocker. That what was do you mean ringtone? Yeah. Ring okay. As in that you could text and download okay, so basically, them. Basically, the, yeah. the, the, as the, our album artwork. Yeah, as the, our album yeah. artwork. It was like, we were like, wait, this was supposed to be like, this was supposed to be like a cool picture or whatever. You get the album, you, ha- you hold it in your hand for the first time and you take the booklet out and on the reverse side, it's got ringtones. <laughs> Yeah, basically, basically, the, basically, the back, the back of the album sleeve was supposed to have like a little uh, flyer that went in to say you can download the busted ringtones or whatever. But the person doing our artwork, a poor girl who it was a lovely girl, but she really made a boo boo. Um, basically, signed off on the fact that that was actually part of our artwork. Oh no! And so it comes out, and they printed the first 100- time. First time anyone has said boo boo on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, they, but, they, but they, like, they printed like however many it was week one with this 
this thing, and it, I mean, we went absolutely mental. And and about did the they, smell of it, did they pull it? Uh, they had to re, yeah. Well, they had to reprint. They, I mean, they sold them, but they had to then. I mean, it was a, get it. It's different for the other. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they sold them. Yeah, they yeah, still they, sold I mean, them. It wasn't that much of a big it's, deal. And yeah, also, yeah. those people might have bought the ringtones, and they're still paying three pound fifty a week now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, as well as albums and books, like and electronics, is it everything you buy, or is it these specific things? I mean, it's. I know. I will, if something new, I will tend to smell most things new. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, I wouldn't start like if it's new. Yeah, if it's new, it has to be new. Uh, but not so. Not even a secondhand thing. Um, you've got quite into wine over the years as well, haven't you? So I can imagine that's like an um, like an extension of this, like sticking your nose in there and, you know, really giving it a waft. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and absolutely right. I mean, I love that. I mean, the aromas of wine, I mean, they really are incredible, you know? And it's like, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I started doing this before I drank wine. I started doing this when I was about <clears throat> 12 years old. But you know, when wine came to me, it was only a natural thing to... <laughs> to, to, to <laughs> it was a natural leak. So you've got quite an attuned nose for all of this. So when you're, when, you know, when you're smelling albums or books or whatever, like this is a sophisticated oh, piece yeah, of I equipment. Mean, it, 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 it tuned my nose. It, 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 it trained it yeah, well. Yeah, in a way, in a way. It, it, sounds, it sounds like it's a little bit like having perfect pitch in the taste sense. Right. Exactly, James. Exactly right. That's exactly right. And my brother is incredible at it. I mean, these these guys can smell a wine and tell what 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 the soil was like in the summer that it, the, the vines were grown. So it's like it that's gets a skill, isn't crazy. it? But you're the same with albums. So like, you can sniff an album and go. Oh, that's like that's Idlewild's album, 1994. And they argued. <laughs> they argued three weeks in over the bass tone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. That's the, and the, the sad thing is about albums disappearing, obviously, or CDs. Um, is that you can't, you know, you just smell your iPhone every time an album comes out. Well, you can, but like, it's, it's, they're dirty, aren't they? I know. But um, it's, I think, you know, this is, this is something that I, I like this as an idea because I smell, I like buying, right, this is my weird one with this. I will always buy new sponges because I like the smell of a sponge. Oh. So I don't really use sponges like on my body or anything, but I'll buy one and then just have it just as a little treat. Every so often, I'll have a little smell of it in the bathroom cupboard. Charlie, what I want to know is, right, because I've, I've, I've never asked you this before, but um, what I want to know is, is that if, if when you sniff in these uh, album covers, you know, when we see you sniffing the albums yeah. and, 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 and you love it, right? Yeah. Um, if that sets you off, right? Yeah. What happens when you sniff something like a candle that's supposed to smell nice? Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's fine. I mean, that's, uh, <laughs> I mean, no, I, I, I love. <laughs> are you like hyper reactive no, no, to things I, that no, actually I am, no, smell? I, I love nice smells. I love nice smells, obviously, but this is a different thing because, like, it's a very particular smell that you get out of this. If there was um, if there was an aftershave of the smell, I would be of wearing that. Cover, that's actually a really good idea. It's a great idea. <laughs> you would be in your element, right? You would bathe in it. <laughs> do you notice how people like do you take particular attention to how people smell as well yes i do i do and i and i and matt always smells very good matt, matt does, does nice. you know what matt smells like matt smells like in my life anyway whenever i whenever matt comes in the room i go guy he smells like he's got a bit of cash yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can't scrimp you can't scrimp on um aftershave i, th and I you know think what? i think i think matt could pull off a willis cologne I think yeah, that could I be. Mean, absolutely. I think that, I think that could be. Mate, I'm, I'm open for business. I'm open <laughs> like, for business. What, what, like Matt's, Matt's cologne would be called like digestive or something really boring because that's what he's into. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Willis, dietary. Matt. <laughs> yes, James. Matt, do you remember? Do you remember that time when uh, were you there? When I can't remember if it was Benji or if it was Joel, but one of them came in. I think it was Benji. Good Charlotte. He, um, yeah, Benji. This is yeah, the cool. This is the coolest story, story I've ever heard already. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he came in, he came in the studio and uh, I was like, you know, wow, you know, Benji, you smell incredible today. Uh, what, per what perfume is that? And he went, he looked at me really unimpressed, like with like anger in his eyes. And he was like, it's a musk. It's a musk. <laughs> um, and I was like, yeah, but like, you know, like what musk is that? Because like, you know, I want to get that. That's a nice smell. And he was like, it's, it's just Kiel's musk. Just musk. Um, but he didn't like that I called it perfume. But you know what? It's all the same. He didn't it? like it. He also probably didn't like that you went you went and bought that cologne then and you wore it as well, James. Well, I just, I wanted, wanted to smell like Benji. From I did. I thought, you know, he, he walked in the room and there was an air of class in the air. 
Do you know what I mean? He was... He, <laughs> it does happen, though. People who are successful do smell but better thing, than the thing people is, who are. Is, is there a limit, though? Is there a limit? Because if you smell someone too much, it's like, well, you just caked it on. Do you know what I mean? Is there a limit to how much yeah. you wear? I mean, is it a one spray? Is it a two spray? What is it? I, it's got to mix with your own oils and your skin. It's a very, it's a fine because balance. It, because like, I don't think it's just, I think some people just smell good. I mean, like, it, maybe it's the, the cologne plus something else. Like the, 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 the shampoo and the... Their you know pheromones mean? or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it, in the case of the um, of the Maddens, um, it's the, you know, they, they left Cameron Diaz's bed in the morning. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to say, James, that yeah. it, it was actually her per- per- perfume on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, I would have I would have been even more impressed. Yeah. Dude, that's my wife's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> been a very different conversation. It's called yeah. There's Something About Mary. <laughs> 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 I don't want to sound like a smash hits journalist um, because I believe you're all way beyond that. Um, but what is your favourite smell, Charlie? And then James. Um, my favourite smell, CD covers. CD books, that's it, yeah? I mean, that is... I, I don't know anyone else in the world who would have that answer. Not a single person on earth, if you asked them what their favourite smell was, not one single person would answer CD covers. Guaranteed. <laughs> I like that though. <laughs> yeah, mine, mine is uh, mine's the Krispy Kreme drive-in smell. Oh, I mean, you're just uh, flexing your Americanness there. That yeah. We don't have the drive-ins well, here. Why, there's one in North London. There's one in Enfield. What? There's a drive-in in Enfield. <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah, I don't want to go. To, there. Be, fa- to be fair, I mean, Enfield. So this, this, the smell of Subway is amazing, and apparently they put that in. Apparently they pump that out. Yeah, because Subways do not smell. Do they? they don't smell how they taste. They don't, and also they taste like they taste like shit now. I mean, they're, I, they're awful. Subway's I remember, awful. I remember, like, I mean, we we were we were offered shares in Subway when when really? before anyone before anyone knew they were when we when we first when we first earned some money right when we first kind of got um got paid yeah. we got sat down in a room with someone who was like an investment guy and they were like um right so um what i think you should do is put all your money into subway <laughs> we were like fuck off I was like, what, what subway <laughs> is that I was like, true what, subway? What the- yeah mate true and he was, like, this Charlie is- was offered to buy a ferrari he was like no way i'm <laughs> cool thanks you know he's like there's this new sandwich shop you know this is like because because early th- early t- two thousand two thousand one yeah Charlie's like I don't think so I'm buying a Ferrari this week <laughs> yes look I mean I've heard I want, I've heard a rumor that you in your sandwich company <laughs> I I did hear a rumor that you did buy a Ferrari <laughs> I did I did I bought a few cars which I loved. Um, which I'm very happy about. And I don't regret, I mean, I lost a lot of money on cars because I'd buy them and <laughs> I'd buy them new and then sell them. Um, but I sell them quite soon after buying them. So it was silly. But uh, because Charlie likes, Charlie likes the new car smell. I like the new car smell. Charlie well. likes the smell. No, seriously, I do. Oh my God. Oh, okay, so if you step into a new car, that is, I'm going crazy at that. I'm oh, going really? like, that yeah, is... oh my God. Oh my God. The new leather, the new leather in like an Audi. Oh my God. Or like, so, yeah. you, so, so after three months, you're like, well, this Ferrari smells like bullshit now. Yes. Off Exactly. Yeah, right. it's far too common smelling. Not, not that ridiculous, but yeah, it's um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should have you should have invested in. I mean, in hi- hindsight's twenty twenty, isn't it? You know, I mean, subway hi- is, hi- it really is. is because because at the time there was like one subway in Kingston where I grew up. I was like, I'm not investing in some sandwich shop. There's only one of them. Now then, they were suddenly in every service station, everywhere we went, we were being mocked by subway. Oh yeah, and you know, I tell you what, Matt. When I drove from New York to Los Angeles, you've never seen so many subways. There's equal as oh, many yeah. subways as McDonald's. We could be billionaires. There are, boys, there billionaires. are more. It's um, it, subway the most popular of, of all the chains in yeah. America. They're the most popular. But, it, but it's yeah. getting worse. It's the one. I mean, it would be hilarious if Busted had earned all their money from Subway. <laughs> like, you know, so, yeah, subway like we come, billionaires. We come back and- <laughs> Yeah, like we're making we're making music videos that are like way too expensive. You're like, how are they funding yes. this? Oh, yeah. Happy Gilmore, man. Happy Gilmore with the, with the subway sandwiches. <laughs> now, because because smell is quite important to you, Charlie, and you know you're you're all about smelling things, especially things when it comes to music. Um, what about tour buses? How do they smell? In yeah, the they usually smell like shit. Do so, actual yeah. shit? Yeah, no, actual shit. When I, actual shit as well but like yeah and that's a new tour bus um you know it's it's like you know but I, I, the first couple of days of tour bus smells good and as time goes on just generally degrades to just a toilet smell just smells like a loo See, maybe i'm glad i'm not in a band and also there's no number twos on the bus ever you're not allowed there's to no do number, number twos. twos on the bus so you can't blame it on that it's but just everyone does it's just everyone fart does man and 
No, I don't. Have you done that, John? Really? Don't you? No, I haven't. Oh, mate. Don't know where I'm Hey, Matt, now we know the answer to why that guy in America was like, remember we were going on America or Busted on that tour bus? We now know that Charlie was the culprit when no, I wasn't. Ward, I'm the joking. driver, was like, I'm Charlie joking. was the secret pool on the tour bus. don't lie. You know, I've been on tour buses before where like, where, where, the, where the driver has got the band member to, to clean the fuck toilet out themselves. Really? So I told yeah i told you not to do it like i'm pretty sure that happened to walk really? tour. Like, oh my it was God. like you shit in the fucking in the tour bus you you clean it out yourself and i well, was like you know oh my God, maybe that's dude. matt maybe that's why you've got such a mental diet now because you only shit three times a year <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well you know i put butter in my coffee i'm regular as well, anything I, yeah i bet you I'm are mate, three times fucking a day rabbit food. it's three times a day good i mean what's normal on that yeah. as well I mean, I don't, um, at least twice a day yeah, I, th- I think twice is twice good. i think twice is good yeah at least twice I have a little one every day, a little one every day, like a normal little one, and then every three or four days, like a clear out. We see, for, like, I'm a breakfast after breakfast guy, so it's like Same. every no, no matter where I am in the world, any day breakfast. And as soon as that first bowl of like mouthful of cereal hits, I'm off. Do you know what I mean? There's a turtle head poking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's weird. It's good though. So regular's uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie Simpson says regular's good. Uh, now, um, Matt, what do you think about this smelling things? Uh, is this a good bad or a bad bad? I mean, do you know what? I mean, it is harmless. It is harmless. Like, you can't think... I mean, I used to think it was so fucking weird. I used to sit in the car watching... And also, like, there'd be a brand new Kerrang out, and I'd see him so excited to go and get Kerrang magazine from the shelf, and he'd unlock the plastic bag, get the magazine out, open it up. <laughs> Oh, and he looks so happy. His little you know, face. So it, it did bring him joy. <laughs> and it didn't hurt anyone else. His little his little nostrils were so happy. You know, so um I don't I think this is good bad. Yes. In fact, I miss it a little you bit. You know what? I mean, look, I'm a big sniffer. And I um, I like sniffing <laughs> when I open something that's new, like books, especially are my big thing, like new books. But magazines, man, like when I sniff my copy of Airliner World, like it just makes me happy. So this is a good bad from me as well. Yes, yes. Oh, Charlie, Charlie, what? Charlie, I just realised something. Matt is the biggest fucking plane nerd. Are, are you? you into planes? Like, I love planes. Oh, Charlie's oh a plane guy. Oh my god! Yeah, well, this is that's awesome, dude. Yeah. Spin-off show. <laughs> we, we we hadn't been we had a, busted hadn't been together for years, and we were taking a trip on a plane together for the first time. And I'm, I can't remember where we were going. Um, I think we were going to we we're going to LA, were we? No, no, no. We're going to to um, you know, not Pennsylvania. Where is it? No, this was where this was the... after because we met you in New York for that. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, from yeah. Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah. This we were going to LA. LA, and we, LA. We, were, we were stood in the queue, and Charlie was looked really excited and really happy. And I was like, "Good man, dude, what's are you? You're right." And he was like, that. <sighs> "Yeah, I've been really looking forward to going on the new Airbus 380 or whatever it was." I, was like, I, I hadn't seen it. Yeah, I was like, "What yeah. the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> BA was it a BA one? It was. Yeah, nice, yeah. lovely. I, I actually really happy. I've made a point to. <laughs> collect as many airlines who fly them as possible so i've done like quite a lot of them yeah. and i will go out of my way to fly a flight to collect a new airline oh mate i'm a yeah, fucking loser but i love it <laughs> yeah. i love it mate, mate. i love it this whole pandemic is really mate, I'm, I'm really into it it's really sad like my girlfriend flies a lot for work and whenever she flies um she'll i'll go you need to text me and show me a picture of the plane that you're on and then she'll she texts me like look, just before all the whatever happened um and i was like oh that's virgin's new airbus a350 i was like can you go inside and can you walk through each cabin and sh- like film it so i can see what it's like inside and she's like as if i'm gonna walk through every fucking cabin with my phone like filming it. i'm like but it'll make me I'd, so I'd happy do the same though. yeah like, and she awesome. wouldn't do it for me i was really disappointed uh, I love it. Yeah, I love it, oh. man. Love it. I love it as well. Mm. There we go. So, what do you what do you think about this, Matt? Look, I think, think I think this, this is good, bad. Things smell nice, and also, mm. like, I think things like CDs and books, like, there's such a nostalgia there, and it's all about like the memories. Like, I imagine if you open Pony now by Deftones, white, what I've, I mean, I've done what they white, white Pony, Pony, like that smell will remind you of the first time you bought it, and it's a nice, it's a nice nostalgic thing. So, I think this is good, bad. It is, it is. It is. Yeah, it's, it's, right. it's very true. Actually, like smell is smell. Oh, actually, smell smell is a very nostalgic um, sensation. Absolutely, because when you smell something, you can it can actually take you straight back to where you were. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I'm glad. I'm glad it's good, bad. It's good. Um, right, we're going to move on next to James. What is your first confession, please? My um, 
My first confession is I have, I think I have the music taste of a 60 year old man. Um, I, I, I'm, I find myself listening to music that I know that no one else thinks is cool. Um, but I just like it for some reason. Um, you can't beat playing a game of pool in the house, playing some Kenny G. You just can't beat that. Um, Good Ken. A bit of Kenny G, yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever and, listened to uh, any Kenny G in my life. I only, I, I, I was, this is the first I time I've ever I, heard. I don't think I have either. I don't think I've. Ne- I know I him from a Wayne's World, a Wayne's World reference, Kenny G. But um, but I I, I didn't oh, yeah, actually realize yeah. he's a real person. Well, he's it's just you know there's saxophone players and then there's Kenny G. You know. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's it's like you know it's just next level stuff and having said you know, he's also a lot smarter than busted because he was given the opportunity to invest in starbucks early and i think he gave them about a million dollars and now he's fine so um he uh he's he, he, what, he invested a million he invested a million yeah he's an early investor in starbucks when Starbucks was just... Oh, so I thought you said Subway. No, no like Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah, well, a similar thing. I mean, there was one Subway, right? And, and there was one Starbucks once upon a time in, uh, in Seattle, right? Right. Um, and so he's, yeah, so he's, he's, he's a great musician. He's clever. He does what his money advisors tell him to do. <laughs> <laughs> is this just a Kenny G thing or is this other stuff as well? Um, yeah, give us some more examples, James. What other 60-year-old man music do you listen to? Um, other 60 year old man music, Bruce Hornsby. I like, uh, nothing uncool about that. Is that Bruce Hornsby in the range? Yes, it yes. is. Oh my God. I mean, Look is... at that. Three years on a middle-aged man I mean... radio station really set me up for that one. Yeah. Great. Thanks Virgin. <laughs> <laughs> so who else? So Bruce Hornsby, who else? Uh, you know, just like people that honestly, people that a lot of people have never even heard of. Um, only 60 well, year olds. Well, why don't you humor us? Like, don't, don't presume. Okay. So like, so, so Jimmy Webb, when I went down to see him play in San Diego, I was the youngest there by about 30 years, but I loved it. Um, yeah. And, uh, it's quality stuff. And, uh, yeah, like he's an example. I've been writing with this guy, Stephen Bishop, who wrote a lot of Phil Collins songs. And he's like, you know, I think, Oh wow. Yeah. He's like, he's like 70 now, but he's also an artist. He was in that movie, the blues brothers. Do you know that? Remember that film? Yeah. Oh, I love the Blues Brothers. You, you know when the car spins upside down and then the guy goes, they broke my watch. That guy. No. Um, no, right. He's like, he's like a really legendary guy, but like, you know, no one below the age of uh, 50 or 60 really cares. But, I, you know, I dig it. So, If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. 
Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. What is it about this music that draws you to it then? It's just real. You know, it's like, that's the best way I could possibly describe it. It sounds real. The instruments sound like instruments. The guitars sound like guitars. The bass player sounds like a bass player. And, uh, you know, it's not all synthetic, you know, it's not all made on a computer. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Lee, Lee Rittenor. Do you know Lee Rittenor? No. no. See, no one knows. Yeah, he, we, 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 yeah, we're doing an episode with him next week, Matt. All right. Yes. <laughs> So you should, and his confession, weirdly, one of his confessions is, I'm a massive Busted fan. (laughs) Get him on the track. Hey, Lee Rittenor, Lee, L-E-E-R-I-T-E-N-O-U-R. One of my favourite songs is by him. Uh, It's called Is It You? And he is one hell of a guitar player. I mean, is that is that who you would say? Like, so if if we on our next record were going to have one person in the world, it could be anyone, and it's James's choice who we collaborate with. Who would that person be? I'd love to get Kenny G on the track. I would love that. <laughs> how would you approach Kenny G to collaborate with Busted? Like, what? Like, how how does that happen, James? Well, actually, like, what would you send him? What would you? What of your music would you send him to go? We're the band you need to work with. Um, well, we've got saxophone on Night Driver album, so uh, we have maybe some of maybe some of that. Um, but Kenny G plays saxophone a very like in a very unique way. He's very smooth. He's very melodic. The way he goes between the notes, it's it's only it's like a Kenny G style. So um, I think you'd have to if if there was a song that called for it. And there was a song that needed it. It'd be amazing to get him in that moment. Do you know what I mean? We'd, oh, you'd not be perfect on this bit of Kenny G. Um, be good to be able to just have him on it. Do you know what this song is missing? Kenny G. That's going to come up a lot, I think. And you know what? Like, that's what I felt about a lot of your output, guys. You know, I, I, you felt like you tried to address it a few times, but the lack of Kenny G is, <laughs> it's been embarrassing over the years. Need a bit of Kenny G. Look, I remember coming to see Busted, yeah, at Hyde Park. And I was thinking, yeah, McFly or Kenny G, you know, <laughs> Bustig, Bustage or something like that you could yeah. do instead. Like, it probably won't say, you know, I don't know if Kenny G will Busted bring in the fan. G. Busted G. Yeah. You know, it's worth thinking about for the future. Yeah, there's always, it's, you know, there's always next year. I don't think, I don't think that you've necessarily got a, um, like an old man music suggest. Like, oh, that's quite cool. Sixty-year-old music, sixty-year-old man music. Like, I mean, Bruce Hornsby is so cool. I mean, he is just awesome. He's, you know what? He's he's very hip and happening now because he's so uncool. He he's come back round. But like, I thought you were going to say something like, "I really like Donny Osmond," or. Yeah, Cliff yeah, Richard. That would be yeah. different. That would be slightly different. That would be different. I do that feel a little bit different. like James here. And this is, um, you know, I think this is actually very good music taste. It's just you framed it wrong in your own mind. Right. Well, I was just trying to come up with confessions. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, I mean <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying, trying to be a guys, guys, it's your show. Look, mate. Let's not pull it. Let's not pull at the thread. Let's I mean, not pull at the thread of this weak ass format. I gave right? at least four confessions, and these were the two you came back with. <laughs> well, then you know what? Good, bad. Thank you very much for the Good, help. Good, bad. Well done, James. Don't feel bad about it. It's great. <laughs> Thank you. I think this is. It sounds like you've got very cool music taste it's just you've got it's quite deep cuts everything you like yeah yeah it's to be honest to be honest it's just you know you just when you hear that music i'm i'm i i go off i go off what i like you know i go off purely what i like and what i feel like i like you know what i mean and um and i think there is some things today you hear certain records and there are some there's i mean don't get me wrong i do like a lot of new music as well um but i heavily lean towards if I'm going to just pick something just to listen to casually, I'm going to lean more towards older stuff. But like, you know, some music that's new, I really like it. But then some music that's new, I'd be like, people can't like this. You know what I mean? Like, they must be pretending to like <laughs> They're it. They're all lying. Know? Who is this Dua Lipa, children? 
<laughs> is it weird? Do you ever look back now on, um, you know, when you were kind of like brand new as a band and people were going, well, how could anyone enjoy this? And now you're into stuff and you're like, oh, I've become the person yes, who's yelling exactly. about us. Exactly. I think, That's exactly I think right. I think this. You become that person now going, I don't see what this is all about. Exactly. I like my older stuff. I, I, you know, I, I, I empathize with all of the 35 year old guys that hated Busted when we were 19. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not helped by the fact that whenever they went to the supermarket, Charlie Simpson would get out of a Ferrari in front of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you know, those 35 year old guys sniffing, at the time were listening sniffing to sniffing a Ferrari. Like, One day. <laughs> well, what do you think about this, Matt? So we've gone with good, bad. We've gone with good, bad. I think this is good, bad. I mean, I like James's music taste. He blows me away sometimes. He plays me some stuff and I'm like, wow, that's really cool. Um, Matt, listen to Lee Rittnor. Lee Rittnor. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to Lee Rittnor. L-E-E-R-I-T-E-N-O-U-R and listen to the song, Is It You? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that after we finish this, and I'll. And if you like it on YouTube, there's some great live videos of him playing live. That's that same song. Okay. Very excited for Lee Rittenor's call from Spotify after this episode goes out. Going, Lee, you got three more listens this week. (laughs) (laughs) A podcast mentioned you, and it's really skewed your whole thing younger. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's the start of something big for you. Um, I think this is quite interesting because like I'm very much of the, like your kind of my musical generation of that I would go, like, I liked your band. I really liked Son of Dork. I liked Fightstar. I liked Busted. Like I like all of that. So for you to kind of go, I've got this music taste of a six-year-old, like I think you're doing yourself disservice. I understand what you're saying, but you know, that generation of music for me was perfect really. And no music. What they should have done is just after Warped Tour 2007, gone no more music for anyone. We're done. We've finished this and I'd be happy. Yeah. James has got the music taste of a 60-year-old man. You've got the music taste of a 16-year-old boy from 2005. <laughs> I absolutely do, yeah. yes. <laughs> and, I'm having, and I'm having about as much sex, so it sort of fits in perfectly. <laughs> no lockdown babies for me. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's good, bad. And I really like that you're into this stuff, considering it's so far away from what I know you as. So, yeah. you know, it's, it gives it a lot of depth. Good, bad for me. What about you, Matt? Um, yes, definitely good, bad for me. I love James's music taste. It's always intriguing. <laughs> um, right, we'll move on. Charlie, can we have your second confession, please? Yeah, my second confession is that I am a cereal micro snacker. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fantastic what? choice. So oh, you brilliant. obviously know what this is. What can you explain micro snacking? So so micro snacking is when you will like you like to snack, but you realise that if you snacked as much as you want, you might lay on a bit of timber. Okay. And uh, and and basically, so you you it's, let's say you have a chocolate bar, like a, a normal, like a small dairy chocolate bar that you'll put in the fridge, and you'll have like one square every two hours till the end of the day, and you'll open one can of Coke or one. Uh, seven up or whatever and you'll sip it once every two hours until the day is out and then you've had you've snacked a lot but on a tiny amount and so you sort of end up feeling like you've had a lot of snacks but actually you've only had about 300 calories or 200 calories do you know what i mean i mean i've never seen anything like it matt literally like <laughs> i've never seen anything like it um like if you saw a bar of chocolate mm, delicious and it'd be like a little <laughs> nibble on it and then he put it back like, I don't know anyone. What an amazing level this. of self-control. <laughs> I mean, but the, but the thing is, but the thing is, it is it is self-control. But you, when you, if you do it in a way that you you think, oh, I fancy snack, I'm just going to go and have a a tiny morsel, then you feel like you're snacked, and you trick your brain to think that you've snacked. But it's weird because I, I don't. F- I feel like I'm someone that has good self-control with lots of other things, but with with that I do. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, it's, and so it's like it, it perplexes me in a way. But it's like, but it's I, I can do it. So I, I think I have that in all areas of my life. I, I know, I know. Yeah. I think I think it's because like I put on weight a few years ago. I put on weight. And I put on weight without realizing, and then a few of my friends started to say, to say stuff to me, and I was like, "That's weird." And then, and and then, and then, and I didn't believe it because I was looking in the mirror thinking, "I haven't put on weight," but I clearly had. I mean, I put on about three stone, but I didn't, I didn't know that I had. That's quite significant. It, it is, it is. <laughs> That's but it, quite but it, a significant but like when number. I found, when, when my, you know, when I, when my, when my friends, you know, sort of told me, 
Don't know what they're talking yeah, about. And, and it sort of crushed me a bit. And yeah. I was like, how did this happen without, you know, without me realizing? So basically, I thought that's never going to happen again. Um, and so I formed this this micro, micro snacking technique. And it's sort <laughs> you of invented, <laughs> you formed a new eating technique. Yeah, it just, it just worked for me. Yeah. You should write a book, Charlie. This would be a big oh, diet book. Yeah. Charlie Simpson, micro snacking. I mean, I'm not lying. No, please. People are please. looking for the next fucking fad. This is Charlie. This is please huge. don't start a diet fad because I will have to hear about it no end from Matt Willis. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, like Matt, Matt Willis taught me so much actually. Like when we when Busty got back together, he like Matt actually opened the door to me for for so much in in regard to dieting. Did he make else. you drink the salty water that makes you shit yourself? Did he do yeah, that? Because... Well, I mean, he, I mean, he, I mean, I didn't know anything about keto or any of these these sort of these things, and I did a lot of a lot of research into it you know from matt and it is actually good to know you know you know good to know the science because so many people come up with these and the fad diets i think can be dangerous and they can be silly but when you actually know the science then and you fit and you, then you come up with your own plan then it, it can work well um see what happens matt eventually i can bore you into submission <laughs> with it eventually i will just like literally fill your brain with facts that you just go, he must be right. I mean, he knows. <laughs> oh, There's so much stuff coming out of his mouth that he must, um, <laughs> he must be right. It wouldn't surprise yeah. me if Matt Willis came on this, came and spoke to me one day and went, mate, I've got this new way. You lose two stones straight away. It's called cutting off your leg. And a lot of people are talking about it. And it's really, <laughs> like the science, the science is sound. The, the worst one was, the first one he went, did to me, he went, I'll tell you what you need to do, Matt. It was right at the beginning of lockdown. He went, get a pint of water, two tablespoons of um, Himalayan pink salt and you'll just, you'll have a cleanse. You'll shit all day. It's going to be great. And um, it's probably the worst 12 hours of my life. Oh, you know, really? It was, yeah, Matt, like, <laughs> and the thing is, I finished shitting and, like, I weighed myself the next day and I weighed, like, the same. It was such a waste of time. <laughs> It's not a weight loss thing. Now it's you like, tell um, me. It's like, and also, actually, um, do you know what? To be fair, I've actually read some stuff that that's probably not. Oh, like great, brilliant. Anyway, but I wanted you to do it because I think it's so fucking I mean, funny. Matt, I mean, Matt, like, like recording the, our second album, Matt went on the all meat diet. He's like, on it again. He's on it again. He's and the fucking far, on it again. The, far, the I've done that a few times. Man, are just like it's like it's just hell shat in your face. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's it's quite yeah. extraordinary, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is quite extraordinary. I I do have a tendency to um to be um experimental, yeah. shall we say, with um with my nutritional. The thing is, Matt, like, look, you've had a lifetime's worth of like fun, so now you try and make things that are you know like diets. You're like, right, how can I ruin this for myself as well? That's what it feels like. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like basically, I think I think with you. You're like, right, okay, I'm into this. How can I complete it? That's sort of the vibe you get. With every, That's kind of it. With everything. That's kind of it. Because it, it's not about weight loss. It's not about like, just, I don't want to be like slim. I'm like, I want to fucking be optimal. I'm like, how can I be the best human on earth? <laughs> you know, and like, then I can be you, amazing. Do you know what the answer is, mate? You know, so I think that's where it's coming from. Anyway, micro snacking. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, this is the problem, right? Is that some people can do moderation and some people can't. Charlie, your level of moderation is unbelievable. Like literally, I've seen this guy open a can of Fanta, right? And like, cold can of Fanta. He's thirsty. So he's opened yeah. a can of Fanta and he's this. <laughs> and he'll put it back in yeah, the that's... fridge like that and then come back to it the next day. <laughs> the next day he'll be like, oh, great. Can if I saw someone do that, <laughs> little sit, put it I back. would be like, well, that person is clearly a serial killer of some sort. Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's the thing. The Fanta murderer. And, like, and, and, then Fanta. and then he starts sniffing an album. I mean, you're like, who is this guy? <laughs> It's weird, man. I didn't say it wasn't weird, but it's, you know. This is weird. Like, you know what? When you first said it, I was like, oh, that's not odd. But the more I think about it, it's yeah. so... It's and coupled with the coupled with the city it's, yeah, it's, yeah. li- you know. it's it's really weird. Yeah. It's the little tiny nibbles as well. It's the little kind of like but so it, yeah. you wouldn't open like say those little, you know, those you know like, rabbit uh, nibbles. What they call obviously in quotes an, a share bag of M&Ms. You would just have like an M&M and then yeah. be fine. Yeah, uh, you wouldn't two. just finish it. 
No way. And that's the thing. That's why I found it crazy. Like Matt would say he could eat an entire tub of ice cream in one night. I easily. can't even fathom that idea. Oh, like, I could easily just... do that. I can't I can't go anywhere. I can't go anywhere but near no, that stuff. Like literally, if I have a biscuit, I'm fucking snorting ice cream sugar <laughs> by 11 no, p.m. Yeah, but like, the, everything the thing is, is but then going I, but right. Sucking off Mr. Kipling for a gram of biscuits. <laughs> no, but if, if, I, if I have a glass of wine, then I could polish two bottles off. Easily, so it's not okay. as if my, my it's not about <laughs> yeah. my self control because my self control is absolutely rubbish, you know. When it comes to so this is a um let's not get fat again technique. It is exactly, and so sometimes right, okay. maybe it's a good thing to it, yeah, it's maybe it's vanity. It was not vanity. So you were fat shamed. I was fat, you were shamed. fat shamed by your friends. Yeah. You were fat and it wasn't shamed it, by your I think fucking it was a friends. Magazine called me Chunky Charlie. I think. <laughs> oh, did they really? Yeah. Oh. I was once called the Porky Pop Star. <laughs> James, in have you, fact, have mean, you got one to I'm finish in, I'm off? In one of my I'm in one of my friend's phones as Porky Popstar. Every time I ring, that shot from fucking whatever magazine it was Porky with Porky Pop- Popstar yeah. underneath it comes up. But the thing James, is, mate, I think if you're, sho- if you're shocked like that into acting, it stays with you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It stays with you. And so, yeah, 100%. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's almost like post-traumatic Porky stress Porky Popstar disorder. pops into my head every time. <laughs> Yeah. Every time I'm beer fucking Porky neck Porky deep in the biscuit tin. <laughs> yeah, beer man and Porky Popstar. Has James, have, have you ever ended up like this, James, or are you the only one who kind of is normal and can doesn't have to be shamed in a magazine? <laughs> are you, to are you kidding? Are you joking? I'm, I'm, I, 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 um, I'm the worst. I'm the worst out there. James loves a little treat. I, I, you've got I, a sweet tooth. Listen, listen. Oh my God, James' I would chocolate, win, James I would chocolate win habit the is... ice cream eating contest. I would win it. Oh, yeah, I, I've seen James eat an entire like family bar of marvelous chocolate in oh. in about f- marvelous creations. Marvelous That's- creations, yeah. You know those big Toblerones that you get at the supermarket, yes. the really big ones, the big ones. Yeah, not, big big ones. Not the, the not, ones that are meant for like Christmas. No, for a no, 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 no. That that would kill you. The Christmas. It's right. like, <laughs> like this. Uh, I tried. Yeah, the Chris, yeah no, the, the Christmas one. No, I mean the ones they have year round, but they're big. They're big bars of chocolate. Yeah, yeah. G- good, a good, a Father's yeah. Day bar that you buy for the, your dad. The one that down, size. the one down from Christmas time. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will get one of those. And I live maybe two minutes from the supermarket. I, it will be gone by the time I get to my front door. Oh, see, I'm the same as that. I've got a real... I've actually got at the moment, as a little reward for finishing, I've got a donut sat in front of me, oh, ready oh, for like, this to be done. So I can really? go, that was a good job, Matt. Yeah, because I've already had Do two other donuts got, today. Go on, what have you got? Do you know what I've got? I don't know, you're going to put but- vegan butter up your ass for a fucking colonic? <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, I, I, um, I got, I've got some zero-fat Greek yoghurt, which I've put two scoops of birthday cake-flavoured protein powder oh in, and I've mixed it up together and put some frozen berries in, <sighs> and I've put it in the freezer. And in about two hours, oh it's going to be God. like the most delicious thing. Matt, you look like you're so enthralled by it all. You know what? If this is the kind of conversations that happen from a basis, no wonder Kurt Cobain killed himself. Like that's <laughs> like this is this is not what I thought being friends with a rock star would be like. <laughs> oh well, you can get birthday cake protein powder. What? What? Like, come on, mate. I should have asked. <laughs> I wish I'd asked Dougie to do this with me. I can't lie. Like this is <laughs> this is not the fun I thought it would be. I mean, occasionally, Matt. Like the thing is, what what Charlie will will stand by is there's the odd time when I'm all in. You know, You're all like, or nothing. Time. Oh my god. When suddenly we can go right. Let's go for I, it. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, I've, and we'll go to. Yeah. <laughs> When Matt go when Matt goes, I've never seen anything like it. It is it is like an Olympian, like three yeah. Olympians running at the same target. It is incredible. The Usain Bolt of everything. Yeah. So, um, Matt, yes. how do you feel about micro snacking? I know you're new to it. How do you feel about it? Look, I think it's one of those things where for me it's an aspirational uh, thing because I get it, but I couldn't ever have the discipline to do it. So it's. Good, bad, but I just can't see it ever being part of my life. No, I can't see it. But the thing is, if you get your frame of mind right, it's like you still feel like you're snacking a lot. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's like I'm not denying myself the pleasure of the taste. The taste is there. It's just on a minute level. It's a psycho- it's, it's almost innovative. psychological. It's psychopathic. I think there's probably, these days, you know, everyone expands into every area of entertainment. So you're not just a musician, you've got a book out, you're hosting a show. I think maybe there is a book to be written here for you. Do you? you. 
Yeah, I think probably. I think there is a book to be written here. But the thing is that it won't work for me. It won't work for me. It would be an absolute catastrophe. So I can't. I can't go with good bad for this. Oh, no. I, I Willis! Think I think it's bad because I didn't it's impo- think that was going to happen. I thought that was going to happen. Denied. I did. It's um, it, it's um, it's it's just too weird for Willis. It's, it's okay too weird. It's Willis, bad, bad. later on. I don't understand. <laughs> Cannot compute. <laughs> later on, Willis, what you should do is you should go and get your uh, low carbohydrate, zero fat yogurt, and just have one spoonful. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Put that back. Oh, I'll have the rest of that tomorrow yeah. when I've done a good job. Well done. I'd rather have. I'd rather have all of something bad than a little of something and just go well i've already fucked it so i might as well just crack on (laughs) yeah fair enough yeah yeah so it's a bad bad for me matt what about you i mean it's a good bad it's like i said i it's it's made me respect charlie more actually because like excellent you know i think his work's great i think his work ethic's good his output's been great over the years and now i think god what a what a controlled you know well disciplined man Now, look, James, Charlie, we've loved having you on. This is probably my favourite episode of this. I've, I've felt like, I've really felt part of the gang. Yeah. Um, so, um, but obviously, you know, I've been working with Matt now. We've recorded, what, like 30 episodes of this podcast or something, and I've known him for a few years before that. Um, but I've never really, you know, found out much about his weird things that he gets up to and the things he does that you think might be weird. So is there anything about Matt that he should be admitting to on this? I've got, I actually, I've got some funny stuff. Oh yeah, go on, James. (laughs) Right. So, uh. He's gone fishing. So like, wait, wait, you have the memory, you're accessing the memory banks. Right. So, uh, the other day I was just like scrolling through my phone and, um, I would like, occasionally I would like, uh, I would like find like a video and it'd be like just Matt's asleep. Right. And I was like, I realized when we were making our album <laughs> and we did writing <laughs> sessions, my, I, it was like a, like a, I got into the habit. What a fun thing I used to do. I used to collect videos of Matt sleeping at the studio. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, can, Matt, can, Matt can sleep, Matt can sleep anywhere, anytime. Is that Matt's thing? You can sleep anywhere, anytime. I, I, am cap, I, am cap, I am Captain Nap. So Matt was like, I remember this, like, I wasn't in, I, I didn't love the idea, but you know, you're in a band. So it's like part of being in a band is you listen to other people's ideas. So it's like, okay, so, <laughs> you know, like Matt's like, guys, yeah, wouldn't it, you know, we'll, we'll go up with DJ Fresh. So we go to work with DJ Fresh, DJ Fresh, by the way, really cool guy. Um, um, nice very cool house. guy. He's from down the no. road from me. Uh, where yeah, I nice, up, good man. Nice girlfriend, nice house, nice guy, cool studio on a farm in Oxford. We get down there. We're like, wow, like we're right. And Matt, I'm like, where's Matt? I walk outside. I'm like, Matt, Matt, where are you, Matt? And he's asleep in his G wagon. <laughs> you know what? Nothing, nothing sums up. Nothing sums up Matt Willis and his career more to me than being asleep in a G wagon. It's like, come on, it's like, it's like, I, I, I really, you know, I really wanted to wake Matt up and say, look, Matt, come on, man, you've you've bought us here. Like, you need to wake up and come out of the G wagon. Get out of the G wagon. We have a lot, like, of, the, we have a lot of those problems the on the is, podcast. Right, is that there is um there is a there is a certain amount of nap which is perfect, right? I haven't. <laughs> Oh, so what? So I've, I've hang on, napping boring, yeah, by the way, Matt. Oh my god! I've made map, uh, nap, napping boring. So it's actually, it's actually, um, it's a technique to be more optimal. Is that you can, um, you can, so you nap can for win the, the nap amount of time. It's called as it's it's one sleep cycle. It's perfect. So you don't go into deep sleep, but you have just enough rest, so you're boom, yeah, back awake again. So what I would do is I would have kind of like um, a coffee or a Red Bull or something and drink that and then turn my sleep app on, which would play me binary tones, which would be like, that sounds like you're in the womb. So you've made the womb boring as well now. Brilliant. The womb boring. And um, and they would play me to sleep and I would go to sleep for about 27 minutes and then it would slowly wake me up and then I would feel amazing. You'd been in a um, womb. And then you just like come out. I've been in a womb sleep. You've been in the womb for 27 minutes. For 27 minutes. And I come out like a brand new human. Sounds dirty. Sounds I, dirty. Um, I, <laughs> it's I mean, fantastic. I had a two hour nap earlier. I'll lend you and my I woke app. up feeling awful. 
Two hours too mate, much. I felt awful. Two hours too and much. Um, I'd had a dream. I had a dream about rescuing a goat that was wearing um, a shirt and tie and a little um, jumper that was uh, a vest. So maybe I need to listen to you a bit more because it really messed up my day. That horrible image. Yeah, that's uh, two hours is a mistake. Anything over forty minutes is too much. So Matt's confession on this podcast, super relatable for the listener, is that he falls asleep in his G wagon too much. Yeah, exactly. When he's supposed to be working. <laughs> he sleeps, he sleeps on, on the, the job. Quite a lot, James. <laughs> he sleeps on the job. He sleeps on the job in his G-Wagon. Yeah. You know what? I, I already thought I already thought at the beginning of this podcast when, you know, one of us is in Surrey, one's in Hertfordshire, one's in LA, and one's in North London. I was like, you know what? We should rename this podcast Men of the People. Um, but, <laughs> but now we brought the G-Wagon into it. <laughs> oh well it's good to hear about him you know because I, I do it's this weird thing because we've been kind of doing this for well nearly a year now we've been kind of working on this together and we've been yeah. talking about it for longer but I feel like I've met his I'm the side girl that's met his real girlfriend for the first time having met you both <laughs> yeah exactly mate. so it's good to know yeah. about you know that you might fall asleep in the g-wagon so yeah. you know I better not get in it well when you know yeah. now that when he's sleeping in the g-wagon you know that that is uh, that's just it's, just, it's not me it's him it's not you, yeah. it's me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. For, I mean, falling asleep in the G-Wagon, um, I think you, know, you fall asleep in whatever car you want. I'm very happy falling asleep in my Fiat Grande Punto 2006. So <laughs> you, sleep, you sleep away in your G-Wagon. That's not my car. It's just the car I officially have to be relatable. And uh, <laughs> I think it's good, bad. You sleep where you want. You know, you need your, you need your beauty sleep. Thanks, mate. Thanks, man. Um, exactly, I do. Guys, I do. thank you so much for coming on. It's been genuinely an absolute joy to have you on. I've oh, had so it, much man. fun. Thank you so much. I've loved this, guys. Thank you so much for doing this. I miss you, fuckers. Yeah, man. Look, and when the band reform, if you need a new drummer, I can learn very quickly. Can you play the drums? Can I fuck? I can play bass, though, so if you ever need to replace Matt Willis... <laughs> have you got a G-Wagon? I don't have a G... Uh, I can get one very quickly on lease. Um, my mate Emma told me how to do it, so I can uh, I can tap her up. Do you have a big, big jar of hemp protein? Look, I've got a big jar of powder. I'll bring it on tour. Whether it'll make us muscly or not, we'll work that out later on. <laughs> Do you have two tablespoons of Himalayan pink salt? I, I do. I absolutely do. And you know what? I'll put it in the bath and I'll make that weird as well, like Matt does. <laughs> um, honestly, this has been... I do oh, I know you do. Bath. And you try and win the bath. You're a fucking nutter. I do. I'd win the bath. I have it on I'd as hot as possible. Um, yeah, man. I've enjoyed this. I've yeah, enjoyed this. Yeah. I've enjoyed this. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you very guys. much, guys. Cheers. I appreciate it. Awesome miss days. you guys. Yeah, Let's thank you, guys. Guys, guys, my, my one o'clock's here, so I'm going to no, have no, to no, bounce, We're guys. done. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> So that was it. That was busted. Matt, can I just say, well done. What for? I don't know what you're on about. I, I was pretty, I don't care. Who cares about busted? No one. Well, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I was, I was worried. I can't even say that. Yeah, I can't even say that out loud. Obviously, I really care about busted. I just don't want that to be out in the universe anywhere. It was really difficult for me, but an amazing, <laughs> amazing thing. I loved it so much. He did a really good job. Do you know, I, I had fun as well. It's nice to see him. My favourite moment was James um, walking off to do something and finding out he was in his pants. <laughs> yeah, I know. Kind of took the sheen of showbiz away from him slightly for me, but I thought it was yes. very grounded. I mean, if he ever had a sheen of showbiz, it was taken away at that moment. Now, thank you very much for listening to the first episode of season two of When No One's Watching. We, by the way, are on Patreon. Whoop, whoop. Uh, now, there are three tiers on our Patreon. You can sign up and uh, this is what you get. Matt, what's in tier one? Tier one, we are calling Good Bad, which um, in turn, you get to support the podcast and get your guilt fix ad-free direct to your podcast app every week via your very own RSS feed. I don't know what that means, but no it one does. really cool. Uh, no one knows and, what it means, Matt. Like, really impressive. Um, money goes towards um, rehabilitating living guilty pleasures, Richardson and Willis, so that they may one day be accepted back into society. 
you get ad-free episodes, you support this podcast. Our second tier is Bad Bad, which is £5 a month. For that, you get the ad-free version and you get to support us both. But you also get a bonus celebrity confession you cannot hear on the regular podcast. Isn't that right, Matt? Um, That is right. And that's usually for a reason, meaning it's usually a (laughs) career-ending confession. So we've put it behind a paywall. Um, Which we take (laughs) out... (laughs) <laughs> for legal reasons <laughs> and to save them their dignity yeah um uh, but on this way no one knows so we can just put it in yep. you can hear it and as well as that we and uh, our celebrity guest often uh, not always but often go through your confessions you've sent to matt and i anonymously if you have a confession to send in send it to at wnow podcast on instagram or twitter um yeah so basically you get judged by us and whichever celebrity guest we have on that that show. Whoever we've managed to book, whoever was available for the price we pay. And there's one final tier as well, if you're a hardcore when no one's watching fan. Yes, now this tier we've decided to call Total Wrongen. This is £10 per month. Um, go down in history and get our exclusive Patreon-only spin-off show, Total Wrongons. Now, this is um, a very own podcast. We're going to make a spin-off podcast just for the people that are in this tier. Yep. Um, and we're going to go through history, find out people who did things when no one was watching, and we will judge them accordingly. Absolutely. £10 a month and you get a podcast that you can't hear anywhere else. And we've decided to throw in like a bit of merch as well. I'm going to give you a Matt Richardson tour poster signed. By me. By Matt Willis. Just, yeah, just, you don't want to devalue it by having my signature on it, really, do you? No. So that is everything you can get on our Patreon. You can sign up at patreon.com forward slash W-N-O-W. Thank you very much for listening to When No One's Watching. Please make sure you subscribe and leave us a review. Next week, we have Laura Whitmore, the host of Love Island on the show. I cannot wait to hear what she's got to confess. What about you? Oh, I bet she's not so squeaky clean when we're going to find out everything. Yep, another career ender by When No One's Watching. We'll see you next week. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.